You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. All right, let's move to wide receivers. Let's get this. Let's get this. Um, let's get this show on the road. Uh, at number one, who do you think is at number one, guys? Tyreek Hill against Philly, yeah. of course. Uh, just what we needed—another amazing matchup for Tyreek Hill. Uh, Philly has played some of the most man coverage in the NFL, and Tyreek has absolutely feasted against man coverage this year. Uh, Miami has given up the fourth most fantasy points to wide receivers. It, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad, Zach. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm all for it. I have Tyreek Hill in one league, and that's the only league that matters. But you just look at this game. It has shootout <laughs> written all over it. Eagles are going to be in their Kelly Greens. They're going to get cooked in those by Tyreek Hill. I don't know why they're running the most man with some of the most man in the league because they're really banged up on the back end. Like, why are you putting your corners through that? Josh Job, I see him get burnt on a weekly basis every time I turn the Eagles game on. It's just Josh so Job in coverage, and he's getting beat. So as long as he's starting, I mean, you're you're in good shape. I'm expecting to see Tyreek Hill do his thing. Um, also, with the with that game, they have the highest point total, 51 and a half, easily the highest this week. The next highest is the Chiefs and Chargers at 48. So definitely, yeah. I mean, there's no question you're starting these guys, but you just, there's something to be said for this matchup being literally perfect for Tyreek. Yeah, exactly. And, and this is going to help the people who are you know playing DFS, uh, player props, all that sort of thing, pickups on underdog, all that, right? So yep. um, this definitely helps. At number two. We have Cooper Cup against Pittsburgh. Uh, him and Puka have great matchups once again. Cup is seeing a ridiculous 42% target share since his return. Uh, and in those games, Puka is seeing a 29% target share. So for me, both are wide receiver ones this week. I have Puka down at number eight. Uh, Zach has him a little lower than that. Uh, but the matchup is sweet with the Steelers giving up the most fantasy points to perimeter wide receivers over the last four weeks. So both of these guys are must starts. I, I, I understand the down game for Puka last week, but just keep him in your lineup. Yeah, and the down game last week came because Stafford only threw 24 passes. He completed 15 yeah. of them. You know, there was no reason for them to throw the ball, and if they were throwing the ball, it was going to Cooper Cup. You mentioned those target shares, like you said, um, but that game was way out of reach from the beginning. The Cardinals weren't going to fight back in that game, so they got up, and then they just ran the ball. That was evident. Kyron Williams had 150 yards and a touchdown. Still upset we're not going to see him. You know, that's obviously a pain in the butt, but I think that Bad. both these guys can be quality starts. Obviously, Cooper Cup is in your lineup. Puka Nakua, too. I'm tempering expectations just a little bit, but who knows? We'll see how it goes. 
Yeah. Keenan Allen's at number three for me against the Chiefs. 31% target share for the season. Uh, you know, he's just the guy for Justin Herbert right now. And like you mentioned, should be a high-scoring game, 48 points. Vegas, that's what Vegas has it at. Um, they have the Chiefs favored at five and a half points, so there is a chance that Herbert is throwing late in this game to his boy. Um, is this too high for Keenan Allen? Nope. And okay, <laughs> I, every time we talk about Keenan Allen, I mention how he's like the, <laughs> the god of fantasy football statistics. He has everything working in his favor. Like He is literally like one of the best wide receivers out there right now for fantasy football, and people still don't want to give him his flowers. I don't know how I can't believe he was drafted so late. Yeah, I, I don't know. Keenan Allen, he's just been fantastic. And he's been like, I can't think of a wide receiver with a better track record and a more consistent track record of production that doesn't get, you know, the love for it, especially in fantasy you football. Know, like people, people aren't excited about drafting Keenan Allen. People aren't excited about it. It just blows my mind. You know, like it's funny. You you hit on something where like I wonder where most people have him, or like I don't know who has him this high. Just for just for people, like just for the listeners here, just for people, just so people know. I have zero idea every single week, like who is where in, in the in the consensus the rankings. Consensus. Like I give yeah. zero fucks. Like I literally take a list and I just like, you know, I, I do my own projections and I do my own rankings and that's it. And I have no idea where. Now on our website, it does show like like where players are compared to like consensus in the consensus, industry yeah. for that given week because it pulls the fantasy pros data and Tyler takes care of all that kind of stuff. It's automated, uh, but I don't really take a look at it. It's, it's there for you guys to see if you guys want to, if you guys are interested, upperhandfantasy.com. That's where all of our rankings are, by the way. Full rankings, PPR rankings, flex rankings, all that. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Right now, Keen Allen on Fantasy Pros, consensus says five. So, okay. So that's pretty high. Pretty we're, high. we're still high. On, um, five is pretty high, but we're still even higher. Five pretty that. high. At four, I have Stefan Diggs. Um, a little bit of a worry here in this matchup. Uh, maybe not as much upside. The Pats have done a magnificent job uh, taking away opposing teams' number one wide receiver so far this year. They limited A.J. Brown, Tyreek Hill, Garrett Wilson, C.D. Lamb, Chris Olave, Devontae Adams. That's quite the gauntlet there so far, yeah. and they've done a pretty good job. You know, A few of them definitely had solid games because they're ballers, but no 100-yards games for any of them. Okay, um, And Stefan Diggs, you know, he, he's been doing a lot of that lately. So um, just, just want to note that it might not be like the most upside, you know, you might want to, you know, you fill in your roster based on, based on knowing that information. Yeah. AJ Brown's at number five. No, no, of course not. AJ Brown's at number five against Miami. Uh, Amazing matchup. They're, they're giving up the fifth most fantasy points at perimeter wide receivers this year. Uh, Then I have Devante Adams against Chicago at six, a little bit of a squeaky wheel narrative this week. You know, no matter who's at quarterback, he's getting like 18 targets, dude, no matter what. Okay. Um, If I'm Aiden O'Connell, Brian Hoyer, like I wouldn't want Devante Adams on my bad side. So, you know, and by the way, like my guess is that O'Connell will be the guy this week with Jimmy G ruled out. But like, I can't imagine like this rookie, like rolling into this game, like throwing a bunch of passes away from Devante. Like he is not going to like that. And he's going to get chewed out in the sideline if it happens. Yeah, 100%. And it's also worth mentioning that the, the matchup isn't that bad either. You know, you know, you look at what they have. They're playing the Bears. Bears have gotten torn up yeah. a little bit. So I, I think exactly. that, and like we said, it's Devontae Adams. They're going to go into this game. There's going to be, I think, more points scored than people think there's going to be. If I'm not mistaken, I think they have a really low total on this game. 37? Yeah, I don't know. That feels pretty darn low. I mean, I know the Bears are starting. I'm taking the under. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just undermine <laughs> my whole argument right there. It's fine. <laughs> We're good. I'm just looking at it. I know the Bears have a rookie at quarterback, but I think that you could take advantage of the Raiders secondary just a little bit. So we'll see how it goes. I- I'm interested to see how the game goes. 37 just feels low when you have so many p- offensive playmakers on either side. 
it feels low because it's it's low it's like really low um objectively yeah. low but um but I'll, yeah, I'm going under. Uh, Amonra is at seven. Uh, Baltimore has been given, uh, has been pretty good against slot wide receivers this year, but they haven't faced anyone uh, quite like Amonra. He'll be fine. Uh, at eight, I mentioned I had Puka. At nine, I had Chris Olave. Uh, not having their two tackles in this game really affected Derek Carr last night. Uh, you know, he's in, on my perpetual buy list. You know, I haven't talked about him in a while in the buy. I'm just kidding. I talked about him every single week on the buy sell on the buy sell show. Um, Chris Olave is what it is. Yeah. It's freaking hilarious. He, he's he, he's running, a buy for me. He's have a running buy. I, I sent out. I, I sent out a trade to our boy Hummy uh, in our league. CD Lamb straight up for Chris Olave. He declined before this game, and hmm. after the game, he he was watching the game with me last night. And I after the game or during the game, I was like, dude, let's do it again. Let's run it back. You take a CD. I hope he thinks about it. We'll see. Um, yeah. Let's see. So, um, who else do I have? So, Brandon Ayuk, he's at 10 against Minnesota. Uh, top 10, baby. Brandon Ayuk, you know, CMC's banged up. Debo's banged up. The target share, like you mentioned in the buy sell show. Like, uh, by the way, guys, if you haven't listened to the buy sell show, the market Wednesday podcast that we, the episode that we put up a couple days ago it's a must listen this week i think we, we got some really good feedback on it by the way zach I, I, I haven't talked to you about that but we did awesome uh and, and, and brandon ayuk was one of zach's uh best buys this week uh, he talked about it a, a ton and one of the things that he mentioned was the target share this week uh, this year so far in the games that he played 31 percent, which is absolutely bananas that's high in wide the, receiver one type of stuff how about the air yard share 53 percent? yeah in the games that he's played Ooh. like stupid that's just ridiculous. Stupid. It blows me away. And the matchup That's against high, high end wide receiver one type of stuff. Like I wouldn't be surprised if he finishes top five, top five this week. Right? Has there been an easier start in fantasy this season? I, I don't think so. <laughs> I hear you, man. I hear you. Um, and and he's a must start this week. Uh, Minnesota has allowed the most fantasy points to wide receivers over the last four weeks. Okay, so that tells you what you need to yep. know there. Uh, I have Jalen Waddle at the highest he's been so far for me this year. Uh, at 11 against Philly. You know, again, great matchup here. We talked about with Tyreek Hill, ton of upside. Um, you know, his big game is coming at some point. I know he's scored a couple touchdowns, but like I feel like that big yardage game and that big touchdown game is coming here. Yeah, at it's some coming. Point. I mean, look at the utilization too. He's out targeted Tyreek Hill the past two weeks. Obviously, just by <laughs> one target in each game, but still, it's not like he's going away. So eventually, like you mentioned, that explosiveness that we've seen from Waddle historically, it, it's going to come back. Don't worry about it. And it could be this game. Like, if there's a game for both Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle to go off, it's this one. The Eagles secondary is not that good. and But the Eagles can score points, too. So this is a shootout written all over. 100%, man. Uh, I have Jalen Waddle. Nope, I already talked about that. Um, Mike, please please scratch that. I, I'm, a, I'm a fucking hot mess today. Um, actually, don't scratch that at all. Just leave all, leave all that in. Um, DK Metcalf against Arizona next up here. Uh, probably one of the single best matchups of the week for any wide receiver. Uh, DK runs about on the left perimeter at 68% of his routes. And Arizona, Marco Wilson specifically, has given up the second most fantasy points to wide receivers uh, who run routes on that left side. So, um, you know, this is a uh, a good matchup. I have Tyler Lockett at 18 as well, his teammate. Uh, he also has a good matchup on the primary, on his primary side on the right. Uh, they've given up the 10th most fantasy points over there over the last four games. That was the that was the matchup that I was hoping Puka Nakua could capitalize on. Didn't really work out, uh, but it is what it is. I think these two guys are, are pretty good starts this week. 
yeah, perfect matchup for both of them. There's not much to be said. It's just they they've been kind of been quiet. If you feel like, you, do you feel like they kind of been quiet oh, yeah. this whole season? Like so. Oh like, yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. For well, the... well, Gino also hasn't hasn't been the same Gino that we saw last year. I mean, it's been better than what he's been his entire career, but not quite the level that he played last year. Right, and it's a little disappointing, but still plenty of time to get that fixed. I, I'm still holding yes. out. I think that DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett they can turn around. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm with you, man. Amari Cooper's at 13. Uh, you know, it looks like Watson's playing. You know, this is this might be a little high for. I'm wondering your thoughts on this, Zach. If if he's a little too high here, but I think he can take advantage of these indie corners. You know, work the zone a little bit. Uh, Indy has given up the ninth most fantasy points to wide receivers this year. They have gotten a little bit better lately. Um, curious to hear right. your thoughts on on how how high I have Amari this week. Uh, he he's high, but I think you know you pretty much took what I was going to say, and Sorry. you know did it. I was I was going to mention that the matchup was good, that kind of thing. <laughs> but Amari Cooper, you know, we've been waiting for him to have his big week. He hasn't yet. I, he's the wide receiver thirty nine right now, which feels ridiculously low. Like that, just for me, I think that's pretty low. I think you have him the highest of any of us this week, right? Yeah. yeah. Where do you? Guys I, have I have him. I have him at fourteen, which is right. Oh, behind okay. You. That's oh, okay. Good. So, but so okay. The matchup cool. is is that it's it's that good. You know that kind of thing. And I, I think Elijah Moore can have some upside here, but Amari Cooper, he's been the the guy making the plays in the offense so far. I, I was putting together a graphic for Amari Cooper. This is completely um, away from what we're talking about. But do you notice that he is the most uninspired looking football player I've ever seen? Have you ever seen like, <laughs> any photo of him? Where it's just Dude, like this I saw the photo that you put up. Face. I literally was going to say something about it. Um, right? Because like, it's hilarious. He looks he just bored out there. He, he's <laughs> just out there playing the game. He doesn't say anything. Like, that's just something I noticed. And it's like, maybe if he gets his energy up a little bit, maybe that will push him, you know, into that top 36, right? Maybe into the top 24. Deshaun Watson got to talk to him or something. Someone's got to get in his ear yeah. to say, let's get moving. You know what I'm saying? Because. Let's get moving. It's just hilarious. Every time you see those photos, it's like you're making this hype rankings graphic, and he's just there, just kicking <laughs> all over it with his low energy. <laughs> we got to get the energy up. We got to get the energy up, Amari. Come on. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. So I have Devontae <laughs> Smith at 14. He's still here. Okay. I know. I know it's tempting to take him out of your lineup. I get it. He's underperforming right now. Okay. But he's going to hit big at some point. Okay. It's going to happen. Right. Just remember last year. The stretch, the stretch that he had, he was he was a league winning wide receiver at the end of oh, the yeah. at the end of your year. Like for the last like six weeks of the season, he was absolutely killing it. Okay, and this could switch up at any point, right? Like AJ Brown's been killing it. Defense is going to shift their attention to AJ Brown, and then Devonta Smith is going to have like six games where he just goes nuts. Okay, yeah. so I get it. And like there's a, there's going to be some point where you take him out and you're going to regret it, right? That's the week where he's going to go yep. off. And if there was going to be a game where he bounces back, it would be against this Miami defense. Yeah, 100%. Just, and we keep going back to the game script on this. At least I keep going back to the game script on this. This is going to be a shootout. Devontae Smith, that production pendulum didn't swing back his way. It's still taking forever to get back to him where he's going to be the highest scoring wide receiver on the Eagles on any given week. But the utilization 
kind of swung his way last week. He had 11 targets. I think that he out-targeted A.J. Brown. So they definitely still want to get him involved. The usage is there. Production hasn't caught up yet. When it does, like you mentioned, it's coming. I, I think it could be this week. I don't have any problem with having him this high. I have him at 15 at this week. But, you know, that leaves room where I could be like, if he's a low-end wide receiver, I'd be like, I saw this coming. You know, it's like it, it was a good enough matchup that uh, it was fine having a 15. That looks good. I think having him that high isn't a problem at all. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, let's see. Uh, we have Marquise Brown at 15 against Seattle. Listen, he just gets it done every single week. Well, except last week. He did not get it done last week. But besides that, he's been doing his thing, man. Uh, Seattle's been giving up the most fantasy points to uh, wide receivers this year. Yeah. Uh, they've been not good anywhere. Slot, perimeter, doesn't matter. He runs routes from all over the place. So I feel like Marquise Brown is just an every week start, uh, no matter what. Yeah, I think he's best suited as a wide receiver two or three. You know, that's that's kind of the situation that I'd be starting him in. But also worth mentioning, Kyler Murray's coming back. So he might be a safer start moving forward if Kyler Murray can come back sooner rather than later. Just something to keep in mind. If you're really just like upset with the past week or two of Marquise Brown, just like hold out. Things could get better. But he's had 10 targets at least in each of the past three games. So there's nothing to be upset about on the utilization standpoint. He just has to turn that into production. And this week, it could be the week. We had Christian Kirk at number 16 going into Thursday night. By the way, like today's Friday, obviously. But you can, you guys can check out the rankings. They're updated. Like uh, my rankings were updated on Tuesday night. Uh, usually they get updated on Wednesdays. So, you know, you could check out the rankings on the website, you know, as early as possible, like during the week. So at upperhandfantasy.com, okay? Um, so you can go check that out there. Uh, but he, he's at 16. Nothing to be said there. He killed it. You know, this is the highest he's been in my rankings all year long, and he's going to absolutely destroy uh, any sort of man coverage and, and, you know, type of slot defenses. Like the nickel corner, like last night, we talked about it. Um, you know, like not good. He, he already gave up three touchdowns be coming into Thursday night to slot right. receivers. Okay. Right. Uh, at 17, we have Mike Evans. This is not a, an easy matchup at all. But uh, Mike Evans should be a little bit more healthier this week. He had a couple of drops last week. He got the targets, though, and got the target share. So I'm not worried about Mike Evans moving forward. Uh, he might be somebody that you could potentially buy, Zach, if you're looking for uh, you know, a, a, a solid wide receiver to high wide receiver to start moving forward. Yes, our new late week, the introduction of our new late week buy-sell segment here with Mike Evans. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he, you can definitely go buy him. He's had those quiet weeks, like you mentioned, and this is one of those situations where it's buy low. There, there are players you buy, and there's players you buy low. Mike Evans is one of those guys that you could do. I think maybe you could hold out even this week. You know, and he, he'll. Yeah. It's a tough matchup. It might not be a high-scoring game. There are two defenses that haven't you know, really allowed a whole lot in terms of fantasy points in the passing game. If maybe you wait this week, maybe we'll be talking about Mike Evans in a couple days here. So just yeah. stay tuned, you know, because I have a feeling it's interesting. Up. Like there's a little bit of a dynamic where you, you trade like uh, it depends on who you're trading with, obviously. But some people would rather trade away Mike Evans, um, you know, before the tough matchup. And some people right. are like, well, I don't want to trade him now that I, he gets to go against, you know, whoever, whoever. Who, who does Mike Evans have next? Let, let's let's give an example here. So Mike Evans is yeah, going up against. Up. He's playing. Buffalo, Houston. Buffalo. Okay, so a couple tough matchups actually. Yeah. So you you might as well just buy him now. Uh, I guess yeah, <laughs> it doesn't really change much. It doesn't. Really, you can I mean, buy him after this week too. That's fine. Yeah, 
whatever. I guess, I guess, I guess my point, um, I cannot make my point pretty much, um, because the because buy window has will a couple be open. Of tough matchups. The buy, the buy window, window will be open. open. Yes. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe not. Uh, Tal Lockett, I mentioned him uh, at 18. Good matchup there. Debo Samuel, I have him at 19 here. We don't know if he's going to play, but this is a, a pretty good matchup. Okay. Um, you know, it's been rough with Debo, but it's like when he's active, you you, you just kind of have to have him in your lineup. You know, uh, Minnesota does play uh, mostly zone, so this does favor him a little bit in terms of like the type of games that he does actually get targeted in. So it doesn't seem like his injury is that serious. He should be good to go this week on Monday night. Uh, but hopefully we find out by Sunday. He's still a start. Okay. Yeah. Um, he hasn't scored in three weeks. So touchdown debt. It's kind coming. of accruing. Has he played a whole lot of snaps these past couple weeks? No, not really. But, you know, we'll see how it turns out. I, I think that he can turn things around. He was actually looking really good through the first three weeks. He had two 20-point games. So I, I, I'm cool with that. Just wait it out with Debo. This is a good matchup. Uh, you don't really want to overthink it here. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I have Michael Pittman at 20. This this is a, a tough matchup, you know, for Michael Pittman. You know, I, I'm definitely tempering my expectations on him this week. Um, the Browns just have been, like, just really, really good against wide receivers. They're giving up the least amount of wire fantasy points to wide receivers, um, and that includes the least amount of fantasy points to perimeter wide receivers as well. So, you know, he's still getting the elite target share from Gardner Minshew, and he should still be in lineups, but I'm downgrading him, you know, to this, you know, low-end wide receiver two area. If that makes sense. Yep. Uh, I'm with you. On that. Um, there were a couple of wide receivers that you liked this week. You already mentioned Wandell Robinson. You mentioned Christian Watson. Um, are there any guys outside the top 20 uh, that you wanted to highlight at all, whether it was a good or bad matchups? Zach, are you there? Are you pretending that you're frozen? Is it just me? Hey, buddy. Hey, hey. I'll just fill like, in. I'll fill in. Yeah. Michael, <laughs> fill in. Michael Wilson and Rondell Moore are going off. <laughs> there you go. There you go, Mike. <laughs> By the way, guys, this is this is um Mike, complete keep this in, okay? Don't don't edit this out. Um Mike is our producer. He just gave you his picks. And, and I kind of agree with you, man. I think Michael Wilson uh, Zach, Zach is back. By the way, Zach, you can just log off. It's fine. Um, <laughs> we uh, Rondo Moore, Michael Wilson. Uh, you know, I think is actually a pretty good, pretty good uh, matchup. Like we mentioned with um, with Marquise Brown, right? Get up the most fantasy points to wide receivers. So I like it. I appreciate you, Mike. Thanks for filling in. Heck yeah. <laughs> Zach, are you back or are you frozen again? <laughs> Zach's frozen again guys okay so he does not get to tell us you know what he's feeling um i just wanted to mention a couple other wide receivers by the way real quick uh we'll see if if he uh, if if mike if he if zach ever joins us again um a few other guys i wanted to mention uh you know if you wanted a desperate start i think rashi rice is, is a solid start here top 36 four top 36 finishes this year but he, he's yet to cross the 50 50 route participation threshold um so i do think that if, if you need him this week, you have some wide receivers on by. He is an option for you. The Chargers are a bottom 10 uh, team in terms of fantasy points allowed. So uh, he, he he has a good matchup. I'll, I'm tempering my expectations on Jacoby Myers this week. You know, Jimmy G, you know, he's not playing. Uh, and and it, in the one game without Jimmy G in week four, Myers only had an 11% target share. So, you know, I can, and like we mentioned earlier that I could totally see these these other guys, you know, just targeting the shit out of Devontae Adams. Um, 
Let's see. George Pickens not loving him this week with Deontay Johnson back. Deontay Johnson, I'm starting him as a wide receiver three this week. Um, but I'm expecting George Pickens to, you know, really take a backseat in terms of target share. Uh, this isn't a good matchup for either of these guys. When you combine this lower target share, you know, with the Rams defense allowing the second least fantasy points to perimeter wide receivers, I'm trying to find another option. Okay. Um, I, I kind of like Terry McLaurin's matchup on the low. The Giants have locked down the left perimeter, like the offense's left perimeter this year, but the right perimeter is where they've given up, given up the most fantasy points to wide receivers over the last four weeks, which is a Dory Jackson side. And McLaurin has run a majority of his perimeter routes on that side. So I do think he has a little bit of upside this week. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 